tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. It is Monday, July 24th. It is a new day, a new week, and I am clearly in a better place than I was on Friday. <laughs> I was just chatting with my TikTok audience over there. If you guys don't know, I go live on TikTok while I record this podcast every single time at approximately 11 a.m. Pacific time. I'm not going to say it always will be because sometimes I'll have to start a little earlier, sometimes a little bit late depending on the situation, but it's usually on average around this time. This week is going to be a little bit funky. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to try as hard as I possibly can to not miss a day, but my kids are home from camp. I'll get into that in just a moment because you guys were so, so um, invested with me over the weekend and I appreciate you beyond. Um, my kids are home from camp. They don't have camp until next week. So they have a week off and my husband's in the office all week long. So I'm solo momming it and I just, you know, I can't have them just be on iPads all day. I mean, even though that's really what they want to do because they were just in, um, you know, they were just in camp and they're probably like ready to like just veg. But we're going to see Barbie today. Have you seen Barbie? Barbie broke records as the top opening female directed movie, I think ever, $337 million on opening weekend. That is a big A deal. I think it was a $175 million budget. So like they clearly did well. Well, Lourdes is saying not for kids, but I have a lot of friends who brought their, who took their kids. I think my 10 year old, 11 year old, he is smart. He's going to get it. And he's so mature and I'm cool with that. The younger one, I think it will go over his head if there's anything. I'm taking two boys to see Barbie. See, this is the thing. I am a boy mom, even though I wanted to be a girl mom, but this is just the, you know, the, the hand I was dealt and I'm very happy about it, but I'm taking them to see Barbie, taking them to see Barbie. Okay. I'm excited. So we're going to go to the Grove this afternoon, which is a local, um, like an outdoor mall, great, pretty spot. They have a Dylan's candy bar, which I'm sure my, my Dylan will want to go into and, um, like a bookstore and we'll do a couple of things. So I'm going to try to be present at work and then also, you know, 
mommy dearest. Oh my God, this is so funny. Yes, you guys, we can talk about this forever. What inappropriate movies did you see as a kid? Sarah says, I watched Pretty Woman when I was a kid and I thought the array array of condoms were candy. So did I. So did I. My mom rented us Revenge of the Nerds all the time when we were kids. That is not a kid-friendly movie if you watch it. Um, Porky's? Porky's? Actually, every single movie you watch now from the 80s is not kid-friendly for 2023. Like, it's all so different. Animal House. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so you guys saw this. On Friday, I had an insanely difficult day. Really, really challenging. Um, I got into it. If you haven't seen the episode, you can watch me cry live. And I got a um, – and I got – oh, I, I had a – a situation where um, I think it was like a perfect storm. I was emotional, maybe hormonal, maybe tired, maybe all the things, maybe anxious. Like it was just a bunch of different things. That night um, or that day, I took a 90-minute nap. Never has happened to me in the middle of the day um, unless I'm jet lagged. And I felt a little bit better. I went to a very mellow dinner with my husband and I went to sleep. Like that's all I needed. I woke up on Saturday feeling much better. And we had such a fun day on Saturday, Lance and I. If you guys are following me on Instagram at this is Donna Bowling, you saw or on Facebook at the Facebook group Daily Dose of Donna. So let me tell you about my Saturday. Um, Lance and I were in the pool all morning just hanging out. And then I was like, let's do something that we wouldn't do with our kids around. And we have like a very relaxed vibe with our kids. Like our kids are cool, right? We can take them anywhere really as long as it's kid-friendly. I mean like as long as it's not 21 and over, 18 and over. Um, But it's not as fun obviously if you're like going to certain places with your kids versus going alone with your husband. It's like a different experience. So I was like, let's go to West Hollywood. I haven't been to that like stretch in so long. I mean I grew up there. Literally I grew up walking distance from all of those spots that you see on TV, you know, Sir, all those. Like I grew up off of Melrose and Crescent Heights. So if you know the area, you know it's like, you know, a mile or two away. So we went to um, West Hollywood and we started at Chaconis. Those chumps, if you're a chump and you're watching this, you will remember Chaconis as a um, as the restaurant where Jeff got some a chump sent Jeff a picture of Stu and Stu's ex sitting at the bar. Do you guys remember that? So, so that's a, a Chaconis is a gorgeous, beautiful restaurant. We went at around four o'clock. It was like a perfect kind of happy hour situation. Very pretty, very nice. We had a nice margarita. We chilled, we talked. And then we decided to walk up Santa Monica, walk up towards Santa Monica on Robertson. So of course we walked by Sir and walked by something about her, which was closed. Sir was filled. Like, let me just tell you, when you walk by Sir, I mean, it was like 4.30 or 5 p.m. When you walk by Sir, it is literally, you feel like you're at Universal Studios. Like, it's so tourist-filled. You know, all it is is, um, well, that's a fun comment. Um, yeah, bye. We're going we're gonna to deal with Arthur right now. Poor Arthur. Arthur's sad, maybe. Maybe Arthur has a bad day. He goes, who the F cares? I'm like, you were on the wrong, you're on the wrong channel here. Um, So yes. So Sir was absolutely um, like a tour. It's such a tourist spot, right? 
I've been there before. I actually went to Sir a bunch before it went on the show. So I actually haven't been to Sir since it was on the show. Um, we went to Arthur needs to go to Sir. <laughs> Let's send Arthur to Sir. So then we kept walking. Yes, we walked by something about her, which was closed. And you've seen that, right? Like they haven't opened yet. There's no sign. It will be very cute when it opens, I'm sure. And then if you continue to walk up the hill, um, up the street, you walk past the Abbey, which is a very, very big, popular gay bar. It's been around forever. I was there when I was, you know, in my t- early 20s and like going out after work in Hollywood. Um, that's the bar that the infamous bar that you, Tom Sandoval and Raquel were seen dancing at 1 a.m. by Allie. Do you guys remember that? Anyway, walk past that. There's all these, it's middle of the day, guys. Middle of the day, 5 p.m., sunny, hot day, and there's go go dancers, like, your their ass is out. Like I am so not, you know, uptight about these things, but I think I'm just so out of practice because I am, you know, like I'm a mom now, right? Like I'm a 42 year old mom. I don't see a lot of just half naked men dancing around when I walk up and down Ventura Boulevard. So I was like, okay. And Lance, this is the best part. You <laughs> Lance, taking Lance to gay bars is my favorite thing in the entire world now. I just decided. Number one, such cute people everywhere. The energy is freaking popping. Like it's fun. It's energy. Great music. Like it was such a vibe. And I looked at Lance. I was like, are you okay? Because you know how sometimes, and this is going to be like a stereotypical thing, but sometimes straight men tend to get like a little bit weird around like a bunch of gay men. Like, I hope that, you know, they better not hit on me or like, oh, so I looked at him. I was like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm living my best life. He unbuttoned his shirt one more button down. We keep walking. We walk past Tom Tom, but it's, it only opens at 530. So I was like, let's go to High Tops across the street, which is also a chump Jeff Lewis hang, right? It's right across the street from, from Tom Tom. So we go to High Tops and right before we cross the street to High Tops, there's we're at another bar right on the outside. It's called Rocco's. It's like a sports bar. There's also one here in the Valley. And it was, again, five like half-naked guys with like leather and chains and whips. Daytime, y'all. Middle of the day. Middle of the day. And, um, and these guys are like, hey, you coming in here? They say to Lance. And Lance goes, are there girls in there? I said, Lance, this is not the – no. <laughs> yes, there's girls, but they're not the dancers. And the guys are like, girl, no, no, we're, you know, whatever. It was so funny. Lance loved it. Um, I looked like a church going girl. Cause I didn't realize that we were going to be going to like that part of West Hollywood. And so I was like in a pretty little sundress and like, you know, I did, I did not feel dressed for the occasion. I felt like they thought I made a wrong turn from like, Pleasantville. Like that's what I felt like they thought of me, even though my vibe is not that, but like I looked that way. We would go into high tops. We sit outside. We meet a bunch of cool gay guys and, and their best girlfriends who had just seen Barbie. They were all in pink, so much pink. Everyone had pink. We talked to them about Barbie. We talked to them about the writer's strike. We talked to them about the actor's strike. We talked to them about all kinds of different things. So fun, great conversation. And then when we were leaving, I was like, Tom, Tom's open. Let's go over there. So Tom, Tom is every single table had a reservation starting at 530. Okay. Or like, if not 530, then six. Like there was no open tables. You had to sit at the bar. Here's my thought about Tom, Tom. This is my first time going. Very cool. Very pretty. 
if you saw my stories, you saw, you know, what it looked like in, in my, from my, you know, perspective, but you've seen it on the show a ton. It's the way that it works. is like you walk in kind of in the middle and there's two bars. It's weird because when you watch the show, I always feel like they only film on the right side, but the left side, it's like a mirrored bar. So it's kind of almost if you think about like a rectangle like this, sorry, I just keep covering the the screen, a rectangle, and then the bar is right in the middle. So you can decide to go to the right or to the left. I feel like they usually film on the right. Um, we we got a cool drink from, um, I think his name was Jesse, the bartender. Huge pet peeve of mine, huge pet peeve of mine are the seats. Wait, Celeb Vale is here. Celeb Vale, are you back on TikTok? Oh my God, our favorite Bethany account, our favorite account that like exposes Bethany for everything that we, like she gets caught under and lying is has not been on TikTok for a week and now she's here so like i need to know what's going on what happened celeb fail did bethany um did bethany take you down like what happened tell us okay i'll keep you guys posted cuz a lot of you are asking that in the facebook group too like where is celeb fail um okay so this is the worst thing about a bar the seats are horrible. They're comfortable. They're like little mini couches and like very cushy, like velvety chairs, but they're low. When I tell you low, I have a video, Lance would kill me if I showed you guys, of Lance even on his knees sitting on the on the couch. Like if I, this is what it would look like if I sat on my butt at a bar. You can't see it on the screen. Like, can I, can I have a drink? Like, it was horrible, horrible. And I was like, this is not ideal. And I think the reason they do that, one of the bartenders said, is like, so people don't just like sit here all day long, right? They want people to like move move on because it gets a little crowded. Um, okay, my friend in LA said she went to Tom Tom and the drinks weren't that great. What did I have? Oh, I just had a glass of wine, which was good. It was a Sauvignon Blanc. Lance had a margarita and he hated it and returned it, which never happens for Lance. He's like, this tastes like water. And I was like, you're right. It doesn't taste good. It really wasn't good. Okay, wait. What did I miss? Celeb fail. What happened? Did I miss it? Um, I give Anna Ferris vibes? No, I never hear that, but I'll take it. Um, hate low seating. Okay, you guys are with me. I literally, like, it was, it was so uncomfortable. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> one thing you will know about me, the more you get to know me, is I am really, really specific about the seats I sit in, the table that I'm at, like the location and like which part I'm looking at. I'm like um, Uba from Real Houses in New York. She has to always face north. I'm not that bad, but I kind of felt like that. Anyway, it was not a good drink. You're right. We did order the sliders, which were good. Um, It was very tourist driven again. Like every table in there, I felt like a tourist. Every single table in there was was like the women that you're you're going to see at BravoCon. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. Like Midwest, there was a lot of Midwest 50-plus-year-old women in there. And it's the truth, okay? So it's a bunch of tourists, which is great for them because they're doing well, but it's not like that kind of vibe that you're going to get if you want like a really fun night, night out. Now, maybe later at night it's different, but this is the 5.30. Okay, Celeb Fail is going to go live tonight. Tell us when and I'll tell everyone to go and check it out. So I didn't see the Tom and Tom por- portrait. 
Um, I didn't see either of the Toms. I did see Max, Max, Lisa Vanderpump's son, and we chatted for a long time. He was so, so nice. You guys, so nice. I went up to him. I'm like, he gets probably people coming up to him daily, hourly. But he talked to Lance and I for a solid, you know, 10 minutes. He was telling us all about his trip that he was just in Idaho. He was showing me pictures on his phone, on Instagram. He was um, talking about the different um, like beautiful things he did. And he was asking us like where we go out to dinner in Sherman Oaks. He thought like, wait, I thought you said you live in Temecula. Like we had a fun back and forth. Really nice guy. Um, and that's really all I can say about Tom Tom. Like it wasn't, it was cool. It was fun. It was fine. Like it was cool. Max was great. Um, but honestly, like the waiter, no one really jumped out at me as like, I want to live here. Like I, this would be my spot. You know what I mean? Felt very like, okay, in and out, in and out. Those chairs. I would never go back to that bar for those chairs. I would bring a booster. I'm going to bring a booster next time I go to Tom Tom. They should give out boosters at the front. I'm not joking when I tell you I almost asked them if they had like a stack of napkins. I was like, you can't sit here. I can't sit and drink a glass of wine when my head is hitting the bar. It's so uncomfortable. Okay. We went, um, and then we went to Casita, which is down the street from us for dinner, Mexican restaurant. Highly recommend if you live here in Los Angeles in the Valley, there's Casita, there's Taisho, great restaurants. Um, we're friends with the owners, super fun. And then we went to, um, and that was Saturday night. And then Sunday yesterday, we picked up our boys from camp. If you go on my Instagram or here on TikTok or wherever, you'll see the video of me picking them up. I cried. It was the best moment in my life. I don't know how to explain it, but I felt like I was missing limbs until I got to hug them. And it was really, really phenomenal. It was a great feeling. And now, of course, I'm like, oh God, now I have to be a mom, right? Like so much laundry already. It's starting. So last night, nine o'clock, I watched Real Houses of New York. Like, let me tell you, Roni is now going to be appointment television for me. I am into it. Do you like Roni? I want to hear from you guys. Are you watching? Do you like it? There's two camps. One camp is I can't stand it. I'm so unhappy that they changed the cast up. These women are totally, you know, vapid. There's nothing there. I'm bored. And the other camp is I can't get enough. And I'm definitely in the I can't get enough camp. I'm in the Luann camp. Luann liked it, which I thought was great. Bethany and Jill didn't. Of course. Shocker. Luann said, you know, I hate to say it. Like, I didn't want to, but I loved it. Well, Bryn, you know, one comment that I'm getting right now from Brissa says, I like it. I don't like Bryn. Bryn wasn't in the episode because she was sick. And I noticed this the entire episode. I was like, you don't need her. Like she, I'm fine with these five. I thought it was a great five-some. Um, Bryn is going to be a little bit of a shit stirrer, I think. I am team Aaron all the way. Aaron is to me, she's kind of like the grounding, like main of the show. I could be wrong, but from so far from what I see, she's like the most relatable. She seems very, um, she seems very just like, I mean, obviously she's incredibly wealthy and obviously, you know, she has a big job and you know, whatever. She seems really normal. I don't know how to explain it. She seems normal. She sees, seems down to earth. She's struggling with the same kind of things that we're struggling with watching, which is essentially like how to host these women and keep it so that they don't complain. Okay. So basically this, there was a whole 
situation. She has a house in the Hamptons, a beautiful home that she's renovated, and she invites all the women to come. These are the women that I can't stand in life. The women that come to your home and immediately find things wrong. She hired a caviar woman to come and serve caviar. And the way that these women that came, Uba and Sai primarily, the way that they came and reacted to the caviar was unheard of. It was unheard of. I don't understand it. Number one, caviar is so freaking expensive. The amount of caviar that was plopped on those tables were hundreds of dollars. So like, what did they want? Like pretzels? Like, I don't understand exactly what the issue was. Then, you know, people were shocked that it was on a Pringle. Well, I don't know about you guys, but this is a caviar expert. And she specifically picked the Pringle because it's a very thin chip and it's got the crisp and it's got a little bit of salt. I truly believe that this was like insane to to come and complain about something like caviar. Well, some people are saying, you know, caviar is not for everyone. Maybe have a backup food. Okay. I saw a big tray of vegetables. They clearly had chips, Pringles. They clearly had cucumbers. I'm sure they had other things, but people were just ready to complain. The idea of, of, you know, immediately running to a grocery store, how rude. I'm sorry. I would also be offended. She got them each personalized pajamas. This happened in two parts of the show, right? So it was first about the food for Aaron, and then it was about the gift that Jenna Lyons got. So I didn't think, yes, they were going to dinner. This was a 4 p.m. hang and they had reservations at seven. I don't know about you, but I don't want a meal before a meal. All these bees don't even eat that much. Let's be honest. They're all like, you know, stick skinny. So um, Robin says, can't relate to any of them. Too bougie and rude. Bravo could have done better. Well, I don't think Aaron's bougie. I don't think Jenna's bougie. I actually think Jenna is very down to earth and obviously quirky. This is Jenna Lyons from J. Crew. Obviously quirky, obviously an oddball. I like it. Like, I think she brings a sense of like real to the show that we were not seeing it anywhere, right? Ever. And you kind of can't, like, if she wasn't Jenna Lyons, so if she was like an Alex McCord, just say people would just walk all over her and just talk so badly to her and make so much fun of her. But because she's Jenna Lyons, people feel this need to almost, um, you know, like accept her for whoever she is. And I think it, it gives her that levity that Alex McCord didn't, right? Like Jenna Lyons could be the quirky one. Jenna Lyons could be the one that doesn't drink. Jenna Lyons could be the one that looks at people like, what are you doing? That has the gray strip in the hair that isn't dressed like to the nines and labels and this and that. But people are like, that's Jenna Lyons. Like she's cool. Look at what a talent she is. So I think it kind of connects them a little bit. Now, meanwhile, oh, hey everyone. Okay. So meanwhile, two things that popped up as the rudest things I've ever seen in my life. Cy bringing toilet paper. Bring one roll and put it deep into one of your 46 suitcases. You do not need, my friend, to bring a six-pack of Charmin 
to a Hamptons home. What the heck was that? If your butt is so, am I allowed to say butt on YouTube? If your butt is so, actually you are because we've all seen that viral video of that guy showing his hairy butt. If you are allowed or like if your butt is so sensitive that you need a specific kind of Charmin, like bring it, put it in your own bathroom. doesn't need to be a show. It doesn't need to be a big six pack right in the middle of your purse. Okay. Then number two, buy those wipes, buy those wipes that Howard Stern always talks about, you know, what are they called? Like the man wipes or whatever, like be a little more discreet with your like sensitive, you know, behind number three. Erin owns a few million dollar home in the Hamptons. Her, her, her toilet paper isn't going to be like a, you know, a national park reserve. Okay. I can't. That was unbelievable. Size energy in general was a little bit of like, mm. I mean, there, there's parts of her that are very cute. You know who she reminds me of? She reminds me of, she looks like Tandy Newton, but she also reminds me of Paige from, um, Summer House. She has like a page vibe. It's the higher voice. It's the influencer, the content creator, the kind of just like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. So that was one rude thing. The second rude thing that just like really struck me. Um, and by the way, Uba, like she went to the market, but there's something about Uba. Uba's the most beautiful, like the model, the, um, from Somalia that like has, uh, she's just funny. She's self-deprecating Uba, and I feel like she doesn't take herself seriously. And that to me is a very important trait to be being likable. If Uba didn't take herself serious, or if Uba took herself too seriously and was like a little bit too, you know, I wouldn't enjoy it. But I really don't mind Uba. I think she's kind of funny. Um, Aaron, Aaron, meanwhile, just does her best to be like, I can do this, I can handle this. Jenna brings everyone, which by the way, this is so not necessary. If you come and stay at my house, I'm not making you personalized pajamas. I'm not. I don't know where these people are doing these things. Like, I don't know what, what what's happening here. It's not going to happen, most likely. Just going to be honest. Like, Heather Dubrow also did personalized silver chopsticks for everyone at Nobu. Money is fun, guys. Money is so fun. So they, um, yes, Sag Harbor. That's right. So they... Uh, Jenna brought everyone lingerie, which was a interesting choice. Like, does she have a lingerie line? I was confused by that. Maybe she does. She brought everyone lingerie. Now everyone immediately is like, wow, hot, sexy size. Like, ooh, this is hot. Erin, ooh, I like it. The way that Jessel, Jessel in this lingerie needs to be studied as like Countess Luann almost jumped through the window and started singing Money Can't Buy You class. It was unbelievable. Jessel had just come off saying, she's the one that I told you guys last last week, has a really weird relationship with her boyfriend or her husband. She's like, she makes fun of him. She doesn't talk well to him. She doesn't talk well about him. She mentions in the car on the way to the Hamptons, on the way to Sag Harbor, she mentions that she has not had sex with her husband for two years since before the two-year-old babies were born. Then she goes on to say that she has a scar. She has like a self, um, she's self, uh, what is it called? Like she's um, insecure 
about her scar. I have that C-section scar. I had two C-sections. So I have that C-section scar. I know exactly what she's talking about. It's not the prettiest thing for sure, but it would never, self-conscious, thank you, it would never stop me from having sex with my husband. It may stop me from wanting to walk around naked. <laughs> like if for strangers, it may like, like it bothers me sometimes in certain bathing suits if it's like a really low bathing suit. But I don't understand. Like Lance could give a rat's ass about a scar on my body. I mean, I could literally look like a tree and Lance would probably still be down. I've never once in my life felt like he has not been wanting to have. For whatever reason, I don't believe Jessel when she's like, I want to have sex. That was weird, right? When they were like, you haven't had sex in that long. Don't you just want to do it? I'm sure he wants to do it. And she's like, I want to do it. Do you though, Jessel? Let's see. Do you think Jessel is the reason that they're not sleeping together or is it Patel or whatever her, her husband's name is? Is it the wife or the husband in, in their case? I don't know. Maybe the husband has absolutely no sex drive. I have no idea. But that is a weird, weird situation. And it would be a non-negotiable in my marriage. I'll tell you that. It would. Lance would not be able to, to handle it. Even with babies, because it's important for him. And even if I wasn't always in the mood, and I believe it to be true, when it comes to any of this stuff, you got to get on the horse, you got to get on the bike. And the second you get on that bike and you start gaining some momentum, you're like, I like bike riding. This is fun. You just got to go. Um, okay. Brissa says she got on the show to get a divorce or separate. Well, we'll have to see what happens. Anyway, she gets a, oh, interesting. Jessel made an I love my husband Instagram post today. That is sus. Have it, have it. I thought, what did I think? Patel? Okay, pop it. Thank you so much. So, okay. She gets lingerie that I thought was very beautiful. It was a dress. It was a longer dress. And it had like lace, black lace cutouts. And it was a greenish. It wasn't, it wasn't like turquoise. It had more of a green. But it wasn't like, it wasn't like bright green, right? It was, it was a, like a mint. A mint. And unless you get stuck on the bike like Shannon. That's funny. So it, it was a mint lingerie piece. And considering she had just said that she was so self-conscious about that scar, I think it's nice that it actually worked out that she got like a full length dress. She got so offended about this dress. Everyone put on their lingerie. Aaron and Sai looked stunning. By the way, what in the world? Aaron's body is so sick. As a mother of three, I was like, oh my God. And she was eating caviar and she's eating. Like I've seen her eat a bunch of times on the show and like, so I just need to know what's going on there. She looks amazing. And then Jessel comes walking down the stairs like my little kid when I tell him that he has to go brush his teeth. I hate this dress. This dress is just, I look like a Christmas tree. The pointy, it's so ugly. I feel so ugly. I can't believe I'm wearing it. This is the ugliest thing ever. It is just the most disgusting dress I've ever seen. I, I, I don't understand. She just keeps going and going and going. Meanwhile, lovely Jenna Lyons is just quiet. She's making lemonade or something. She's making some sort of juice concoction and she's just quiet thinking, oh my God, this bitch. Like, I don't understand. If I got you a freaking lip gloss 
and and you talk crap about it in front of me, I would be so offended. That lingerie was not $12. That lingerie was most likely over $100. It was probably a very nice brand. If you guys know the brand, let me know. I don't care if you hate it. You say it doesn't fit. I'm not going to wear it tonight because I love it, but I want to get a smaller size. Like bullshit your way, okay? It's called um, – it's called like – common courtesy. It's called polite. I I don't understand. It was awful. It made me really dislike her. So Sai and Jessel like kind of were neck and neck for just being incredibly rude in this hour of TV. I don't know if you guys thought so. Um, Uba, like I said, is fine. Um, And then there's Jenna Lyons. And then of course there's, uh, we'll see Bryn next week who – Like I said, I didn't miss. I didn't miss her at all. We were talking about Real Houses of New York, the new version of Roni, someone's asking. Okay. Speaking of Roni, Bethany. I'm at 31 minutes, so I'm not going to go that much longer, but I'm going to tell you this. This week's Patreon is going to be phenomenal. Here's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about Bethany and everything that's happening with Bethany and how she can't get out of page six and she can't get out of the news cycle. With the union, now she wants to unionize reality stars. It's like a whole thing. We can talk maybe more about that tomorrow, but that will definitely deep dive on the Patreon. Patreon also, thank you. Patreon also will be all about what I've learned and what I'm looking at and what I'm deep diving into the Heather McDonald, Justin Martindale drama. For those of you guys that are Heather McDonald fans, we have watched her um, have a little bit of a rift with a couple of her her people in the last few months, right? Megan um, Weaver from Jeff Lewis, of course. She's had like weirdness with, um, now I can't remember who, obviously Justin Martindale recently, but there was also, oh, there was like a Krista Allen situation and not being invited to a pool party and this and that. There's like a few different things that are happening. She had a weekend away in Napa where she was performing, but also insanely insanely drunk all over her Instagram stories and videos. Like, you guys, I get drunk too. Like, on Saturday nights, I go. I have fun. I let loose. I had probably like five drinks on Saturday, right, between all the margaritas and then we went to dinner and more margaritas. I'm not storing it. (laughs) Maybe I'll take a picture, but most likely I'm not going to post anything from that night because I can't handle you guys like seeing that messy side. It's weird. Why are we posting ourselves slurring as an adult? Interesting. Okay. And then we are going to talk about on the Patreon, we're going to go into my John and Kate plus eight deep dive, which I finished the Vice series about, and we will talk about it all. We will mention it all like Bethany wants us to. All right. Thank you so much for being here. Join the Patreon below. If you join, you'll get a new episode this week. And then of course, um, the Facebook page is free daily dose of Donna. Make sure to subscribe, like comment, all those things here on YouTube. You guys, thank you so much. Have an amazing day.